It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Now, stand by for Barracuda Bonus. The San Jose Barracuda present Barracuda Bonus, a final in-depth look at tonight's action. Barracuda earned a point when it looked very bleak right off the hop as they give up two goals in the first two minutes and 15 seconds. They make a goaltending change, but they were persistent and they were resilient tonight. There's no question about it. And they find a way to get the game to overtime, but unfortunately in OT, the Barracuda fall by a final score of 5-4. They're now 0-6 in overtime sessions. They are 0-4-2 over their last six games. They have dropped six in a row. Meanwhile, the Checkers make it back-to-back -back victories as they get a win for Spencer Knight, who worked the final 20 minutes and change coming into the game in relief. Let's recap this one at 129. The Charlotte Checkers got on the board, and it started what was just a horrendous start for John McCarthy's team as Mackie Samuelskiewicz wired one in, pass it to Makaniemi on the game's first shot. Two shots later, the Checkers would make it two to nothing as it was, again, fired past Makiniemi off the stick of Santu Keenanunen, and that made it 2-0 Checkers time of that second goal at 2:15. That was... All John McCarthy needed to see, he made a goaltending change and it proved to provide a bit of a spark for the Barracuda because on their first shot of the game, less than 30 seconds after that second goal from the Checkers, the Barracuda will get a humongous goal just to stop the bleeding and settle into the game and it will come off the stick of Tristan Robbins' first of the year. Barrett trying to get to it, takes a swipe at the puck, bounces around, quick shot, they score! And the Barracuda answer back. Tristan Robbins has his first of the season as he beats Faber on the blocker side to cut the lead in half. Top of that goal for Tristan Robbins at 241. His first goal since last season. Had the scored since April 1st of last year at Texas. First goal in 15 AHL contests. Good to see 52 on the board and it cut the lead in half at the time. Barracuda would take a late minor penalty. Gandal Rock was called for high sticking in the first period at 18.05. And on the ensuing power play, the Checkers would push their lead back to two as Wilmer Skoog would deflect a point shot past Magnus Krona, who came into the game for Etu Makaniemi two minutes and 15 seconds in. And the Checkers would take a 3-1 lead on that goal by Skoog, his second of the year at 18.43. After that goal was scored by Charlotte, they would then take a penalty themselves. Patrick Kodorenko was called for interference in 1855. And on the ensuing power play, as it would roll into the second period, Oscar Lindblom would tip in his second goal of the year and for Lindblom his first in 14 games to cut the lead back down to one early in the second period. Up high for Gavanke now. 
for Peterson. Seems a pass for Todd. Back for Gavanke. Shoots and scores! It's tipped through. Oscar Lindblom. It's a power play goal for the Barracuda. And the lead is cut back down to one. Oscar Lindblom getting on the board. Good to see him find the back of the net. At the time, it was a 3-2 lead for the Checkers after that goal by Lindblom. But at 12-29, Justin sort of on the Checkers' third power play of the game would wire one top shelf. He'd actually pop the water bottle, and that would give Charlotte a 4-2 lead on sort of seventh of the year. Time of that goal at 12-29. But the Barracuda would continue to push forward. They would not waver. And at 14.59, off a one face-off draw, Ethan Cardwell will rip in his 11th of the year. Well, there is a one-timer. Cardwell, he scores! Right off the face-off draw, Ethan Cardwell pumps it home. And the lead cut back down to one. One thing the Barracuda have been tonight, and it's been resilient. They continued that resiliency in the second period as they would score again, this time to tie the score at 4-4 at 17.57. It was all Tanner Kaspik as he get, got in on the forecheck, applied some pressure on the goaltender Weber who had come out to play the puck in the trapezoid, took it away from him, centered it in front, and Oscar Lindblom won't have an easier goal in his entire career as he placed it into a wide open cage, his second of the night. Time of the goal at 17.57 of the second period to tie the score up at 4-4. Frisch with it from Kanijov, has some room. Skates it up the right side, and Frisch will get the puck down in deep. Faber comes out to stop it. Kaspik applying pressure, thrown in front, they score! Oscar Lindblom has another one. Faber comes out to play it. Kaspik puts the pressure on, steals, throws it in front, and it's a wide open four by six for Lindblom as he cashes in, and the Barracuda have tied the score. Faber did not see the rear pressure, and he could not believe it. That was essentially all she wrote for the starting goaltender, Faber, for the checkers. His night would end coming into the third. He'd be replaced by Spencer Knight. Faber allowed four goals on 12 Barracuda shots through two periods of play. So to the third we would go. Eight combined goals through the first two periods, but in the third, the Barracuda would be outshot 10 to 6, and at times they were completely on their heels. Magnus Krona was outstanding in that third period to preserve the tie game. Unfortunately, the Barracuda and their offensive well had run dry, and we go to overtime, and in overtime, sort of, who scored Charlotte's fourth goal, would score their fifth goal, his eighth of the season, the overtime winner at 234 of the extra session. Perlini picks up the primary assist. Belinsky's picks up the secondary assist. And the Checkers make it back-to-back -back victories. And with the win, they are up to 42 on the year. They now move into the fifth spot in the Atlantic Division. Meanwhile, the Barracuda do earn a point, so they're now tied with San Diego for the eighth spot in the Pacific. Pardon me, the ninth. And they are... Now, after the point earned, five points behind the Bakersfield Condors who are in action tonight in Colorado against the Eagles. So the Barracuda are now 11-18-6. This their sixth overtime loss of the year. They are 0-6 in extra sessions. 1-0 in shootouts, but 0-6 in overtimes this year. Charlotte, they are now 5-4 in overtime games. Let's go over our three stars tonight. 
our number three star uh, for the Charlotte Checkers is Brendan Perlini. Perlini finished his night with a couple of assists, and he had a plus one rating and three shots on net. The number two star for the Checkers, he had a goal and an assist, finished his night with a couple of points as Florida's former first-round pick, Mackie Samuskevich. Samuskevich finished his night, as we mentioned, with a two points, a plus-one rating, and three shots on net. And the number one star is Jordan Sordiff. What a big night for him. He had the two goals, including the overtime winner, and he also tacked on an assist as well to complete his three-point game. He was a plus-two, had two shots on net. Both of them found the twine. Game length tonight, two hours and 23 minutes, 8,455 sod here at the Bojangles Coliseum. Both goalies that started the game did not finish the game. Spencer Knight, pretty easy evening if uh, you ask him, I'm sure. Seven shots faced in the third, turned all seven aside. He ends up picking up the win to Spencer Knight as he came into a tie game. Magnus Krona, he'll suffer the loss in relief. He worked 60 minutes and 19 seconds in relief, 32 saves on 35 shots. But uh, he suffers the loss in four Krona. His record now stands on the year at 4-10-3. He has lost four in a row. Not his fault tonight. He was very solid in particular in that third period. Spencer Knight picks up the win, so for Knight, he is now one back to back. He is two and one against the Barracuda. Barracuda one and two now against the Checkers on the season. The last time they came here, way back in 2015-16, they lost the first game on the road. They bounced back in game two. We'll see if they can do that again tomorrow. We'll be on the air tomorrow on the Sharks Audio Network beginning at 3.30 Pacific time with pregame coverage for a 4 o'clock puck drop. We'll uh, bring you the broadcast coverage starting tomorrow afternoon. On the West Coast, it'll be a 7 o'clock local start as the Sharks are off until Saturday. They are back home on Saturday against the Anaheim Ducks. A final here from the Bojangles Coliseum, a 5-4 overtime win for the Checkers. Until tomorrow night, I'm Nick Nolenberger. Thank you for watching or listening, however you tuned in tonight. We certainly do appreciate it, and, you, and we hope you join us again tomorrow. Until tomorrow, we'll say so long and good night from the Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina. This has been a presentation of San Jose Barracuda Hockey.